Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Horror on the Orient Express. It's available from Chaosium. I am the Keeper of Arcane Lore, and this is episode 46. Our recap will be given by David Gasway as his character, Dr. Roland Kurz. So without any further delays, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David? Thank you, Tom. In a short day, one short day, how much can happen? How much madness can be seen? Intrigued by the Newspapers Association of the Mystery Monster Sightings and the work of a surrealist local artist, we went to the workshop and gallery of one Dragan Alexish. What we saw of his work was disturbing, but he appears not to be in town. Not far away, Bloch and Thursby saw a couple enter Horvath or yes, enter Horvath's butcher shop. The woman was marrying the murdered journalist Vanessa's face. Bloch risked taunt taunting Horvath, and he had to flee the man's cleaver. A poet had the ingenuity to suggest that Yasmin call in an anonymous tip to the authorities. And we learned later that the shop was indeed raided and the curfew was lessened. Seeking the obsidian blade after dark in the cement factory, we came up short. We are certain now that Professor Morich was shot and killed there, but the blade is not to be found. We did, however, come there face to face with a monster the locals called Trudovishde, probably the one that frightened Dabrowski in his hotel room, a hybrid of a boar and a gorilla and a goat, wearing a childish cape. We put the thing out of its misery before it injured us and found, while destroying its corpse, that its parts were fused together with exquisite impossible skill. In the night, our hotel was visited again by another strange chimera, a puma with a chimpanzee's head. And today, we are in the woods outside the so-called research compound of Professor Morich's supposed friend, Dr. Balanzade. The compound is full of his bizarre creations, blasphemous hybrids, including some human guards with animal parts and things far stranger. I find myself wondering, does a magical blade that sharply cuts through anything make for a useful tool for an obsessed and lunatic surgeon? So you are lurking outside the compound in the woods. Um, as I recall, didn't you approach the door and knock and were rebuffed? By, uh, no, there were some discussions uh, of going and just knocking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We hadn't yeah, actually done it, it yet. There is definitely a gate. Mm hmm And then the what was the wall top top with? Was it top with like uh wire or I don't just... think that it's particularly topped with anything. Let me look really quick. Um barbed wire. The laboratory. No, there's there's no barbed wire, okay. but it's and about it, an it's an eight foot high wall. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
and, um, it's a, and, and you are in a slightly raised area, mm-hmm. so you can see inside that there are a number of buildings. Um, you count one, two, three, possibly four, and a fifth one that is two stories high. Uh-huh. All right. And you can hear animals. Yeah. And oh. three sides are wooded, yes? So we have the opportunity to approach behind the wall in the woods. Correct. If we do not wish to knock on the front door and ask for admission. The, yeah. uh, the east of the compound is where people would drive in through the gate. Uh, so northwest and south are wooded. Okay. Well. I uh, should say that that two-story building is on the north side. Okay. Um, go, uh, in the in the woods, are we seeing any? Would it would it uh, be wise to uh, look through the woods a little farther out for any fallen logs or tree remnants? I'm just thinking to maybe put a couple significant logs across the the only road out of there. Hmm. There will definitely be logs and stuff like that. However, picking up logs are five or six hundred pounds. So, oh yeah, like you know, a couple of us. I don't know if that's going to be necessary, Thursby. You don't think so? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if 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 we're going in there to get information and they try fleeing. Just just trying to. Um, do a spot hidden. Excellent. Certainly. There is a tremendous failure. Yeah. From your perspective, you can see where the cars would go in through the gate, but because of your position, you can't see if there is a car in the okay. parking lot. All good. It's not much of a parking lot. All right. Well, uh, what weapons did we do we have? I know, Thursby, you have your... Uh, I have a shotgun. Keeper. We rented yep. shotguns from the lodge. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah My 12-gauge and a forty-five revolver. Ah, yes, excellent. And a hunting knife. We only got two hands. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah. All right, well, do we want to try and sneak in or... Trying bullcrap our way in. I I feel as though the good doctor, he can't take kindly to a group of foreigners coming into his compound where he has all these impossible animals. He has secrets to keep. So I don't feel as though we lose much by attempting to sneak in because Mm -hmm. there is no friendly way to approach this. Also, we are there because we are fairly sure that he murdered his good friend. Yeah. And he, sent that beast to kill us. And he already knows who we are, so. All right. So if we find, perhaps we make a little circle around, we find some likely tree that is easy to get over the fence with, or we find some decent timbers to lean up against the fence if we need to go out in an unusual direction. Mm-hmm. But I feel as though I assume that the office is in this taller building. Yeah, one of the one or two of the buildings are just full of the animals in which she experiments. One is perhaps or two are perhaps uh, laboratories. Maybe some of the his human experiments sleep in a barracks or something. 
but he is probably in the taller building where he has his papers and if he has the blade i assume it would be in there Makes um sense. are you in fact going to try to skirt around the complex get a better look and see what you can see yeah okay mm -hmm. then uh dr roland you can do a spot hidden for me uh that was my luck at the moment <laughs> yeah i'll spend five okay I, so, i'm lucky enough to find a chink in the in the fence oh no you're not but um it, it's a wall not a fence um but as you are moving and making your way around you're getting a better and better look at the compound so the center of the compound seems to be walkways there are there are some you know hedges and plants and things like you'd expect around a, a any kind of you know medical complex just sort of decorative um oh are you going north or south around i think we go around counterclockwise okay so, so around the north first from yeah now the north has the two two-story building Oh, yeah, maybe it makes sense to go on the other side where it's harder for us to be seen from an upper window. Sorry, yeah. So so as you go, um, and you're on now, you're, you're, let's say you're on the south side looking into the compound. There is a large building um, that is in the southeast corner of the complex. So you would have gone, if, if you had gone in the gate, you'd go into the gate and it would be directly to your left. This has the look of a kennel. There are small windows with bars. You hear a lot of animal noises coming from the, it's a fairly, you know, low to the ground building and it's kind of sprawling. Um, so it'd be a lot of area that you could keep animals and in obviously in cages on the inside. Uh, next to it, as you're going around, you see what looks like an incinerator, um, a fairly large one but they have to get rid of medical waste. So yeah. the next building is kind of a little trickier. Um, it's also a fairly large building, uh, still um, just one story. Um, and it looks, there's not very many windows going around it. Is this on the uh, western side of the property this, now? This is now on the, the southwest of the property. Uh, with the incinerator between that and the uh, kennels, if you want to call it that. Then when you come around the back, now you're you're at the back of the complex, which is the western side, um, you can see that there is a small garden that looks like, um, once again, just kind of industrial, not industrial, but you know what I mean. It's not, it's not for, for pretty flowers. It's just for some benches and people to sit and eat their lunch or whatever. Um, and then next to that is this two-story building. That looks very much like an office block, like an office building. And then the only other building on the other side of that, going back towards the gate, looks like a guardhouse. It looks like where the it might there might be a reception office or something there, but that's obviously where the guards you see going in and out of. I believe you mentioned last time that 
the size of the overall compound and the buildings are not massive. It's, it's not huge. No, it's, it's more like a like two hundred by three hundred foot square. You know, got it. So there's no massive hangar size no. like buildings we're talking about. Got it. No. Okay. And it doesn't look at all sinister. It looks like somebody spent some money and built a little research lab. From all you know, the Dr. Bellinzada is a well-known research scientist and has been doing this for years. Although, maybe not this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. So do we think the building that has not so many windows is uh, the barracks where the guards sleep or is there room in the guardhouse for... The guardhouse looks large enough to actually... Oh house people as does the uh, the office maybe the building with no windows is where he does his surgeries or more nefarious activities it could be a lab more nefarious than putting than a i think he thinks more as in more a quantity not oh, more okay. as in more severe uh you also get the weird impression that although he's got a couple of guards that seem to be modified in some way, they don't walk around with rifles in their hands. Yeah. Um, and occasionally when they come across one of the strange beasts, it's almost like they're interacting with a guard dog or a puppy dog or... Yeah, I think we saw the fellow with the chimpanzee arm pet the yeah. cat heads on the sheep body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't feel particularly threatened. Like none of these animals that we've seen appear menacing. Yeah. They're just strange, yeah. and these men don't seem heavily armed either. I think the thing with the boar's head and the gorilla arms and was pretty threatening. He wished to just smash yes, us. Yes, but I mean, the ones here at the compound, you have this sheep with the cat's head. So you've got a pig with the sheep's head. Now, what do you suppose the sheep with the cat head eats? Because the sheep has the insides that only do grass, and the cat heads have the faces that only do animals. Hmm. Well... I don't know. Either way, he's playing God, and it's a blasphemy. It's I mean, destroyed. what if he's developed some sort of, like, plant meat? Yeah, maybe we'll look at the garden later if we have time. He might have uh, hamster rutabaga in there. Uh, so... Gerbilbaga. <laughs> uh, it's... Uh, if we enter clandestinely, then maybe we can take the good doctor by surprise. Maybe if he's in his office, that's where he keeps the obsidian blade. I don't feel that it is our duty to prevent this man from continuing his experiments, except in the general sense that, as you say, he is exceeding his, uh, he's hubristically exceeding uh, the scientific mandate. Well, but, please, Thursby. It, it seems to me, though, that that he's crossed over into these bizarre cults that are that are doing some pretty 
uh, dastardly things. This, I don't want to call it witchcraft, but uh, some very uh, occultish magic that... Uh, I mean, this, it's magic, yes. But something about this strikes me as more depressing than horrifying you know the the the, uh tramona and his tentacled associates and the brotherhood of the skin feel quite different than well except for he more than likely arranged the murder of his friend and Yes, I'm not saying that he's a morally just person or that this is moral activities. I don't think this is a malign cult, however. I think he is just a scientist researcher who has let his ambitions in that regard eclipse his sense of ethics. Well, all we want is the blade, and we'll probably have to engage in violence to get it. Is that where we stand mostly? Yasmin might want revenge, of course, as well. Yeah, how does Jasmine feel about all this? Did Jasmine come with you? Yes. Yes. She doesn't know. She defers to whatever you guys think you should do. Hmm. You should stay close to me, Jasmine. Sometimes I feel like such a non-player character. (laughs) And yet every time I try to leave you behind out of chivalry, I'm reminded that you are a tough little cookie. Mm -hmm. And then we need someone who speaks Slovenian, and so it works out. Yeah. So So did we see any place where we think we could get over the wall i assume it's like a smooth wall so it's not something that unless you're an experienced climber you could climb so each of these buildings has a back to it mm-hmm. and each of the buildings back is facing walls mm-hmm. so and they're fairly close i'd say they're within 10 feet of the walls um so if you wanted to do something you know pick a pick a place you want to go and see how many exits in the walls are there? There's one for the there's, vehicles. There's only the one main gate. Oh, and that's it. There's no that's other it. exits. No. Oh, that's very convenient. Fire trip. I don't yeah, want I feel to based though... based on the way you said that. There's also an incinerator. Yeah. Hmm. If you need to get rid of evidence. <laughs> It seems as though there are some parts of these animals he has less use for than others. And uh, not all of his experimental subjects are necessarily entirely willing. Yeah, this this seems pretty creepy. I'm not as, as lenient on this these activities as maybe some of the rest of you are, but... I wouldn't trust this guy at all. I would not let my guard down. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that we should trust him. And again, that or that what he's doing is okay. 
I do not suspect, however, that he has some sort of magical capacity beyond possession of the knife. Okay. Hmm. So we uh, hop it, maybe jam the uh, jam the gate, and then hop the fence. I well, if we jam the gate, we can't get out. I don't think I'd be fearing us getting out. I'd be fearing them escaping or uh, the doctor. Don't we well, want? Where to... are they going to go? I don't know these woods as well as they do. The doctor may have an escape route. Uh, so we have seen a bit inside now. We know that there's uh, there's a one vehicle there. There, there's oh yeah. One. By now you've seen that there is one vehicle. This one vehicle. Uh, it's the sort of thing uh, a, a fancy research doctor might yes. drive. It's yeah. not a military truck or yeah. Yeah. So yeah, his his staff. We and we've only seen one human with the chimpanzee arm. But we've seen a couple of other humans now that are not the doctor. We'll say by now, Walkman, you've seen two. Yeah. yeah, so there's a little staff of, I assume they are... Uh, I'll, even, I'll even give it that you've seen the two of them get together and smoke a cigarette. And, mm. yeah, go yeah. back to walking around. Yeah. Okay. And they're visibly armed, or they are just... They are just... No. This chimpanzee armed. They're, they're chimpanzee armed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we find a good tree by the uh, uh, at the back of a two-story building where his office is. Yeah, his his sounds good. Or we go closer to the laboratory. It's day. Maybe he is working away on his surgeries and has the knife in there with him. Now I think the two-story building is where we start. Excellent. How close is the vehicle to that two-story building? Uh, the vehicle is in front of the guardhouse. It's not. Uh, yeah. He would have walked along that little sort of garden path in the middle to get to the office. Okay. All right. Who's climbing first? I'll I'll hop over. Okay. Um. Let's do a do a dex roll get over because you'll probably need the two ooh. of you that um, is like a, I say, it's an eight foot high ooh, that is an extreme success okay uh it takes you nothing to uh, get up and over the wall and drop down on the other side now you're so now you've got at the moment you've got people on one side people on the other and it's an eight foot high wall mm-hmm. so the guy who's now inside can't get outside unless he gets some rope or some help or somebody else goes inside. Uh, no, I think yep. we, I, uh, being neither particularly dexterous or particularly strong, uh, I will uh, start by getting some uh, wood matter from the forest side and building a little thing that we can clamber up on to make it a okay. bit easier. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, then I'll go over so I, I suppose um, everybody just do dex rolls, and it just means that you're going to make a little noise or you're going to fall. And can I try assisting them on the way yes, down? Yes, yeah, yeah. That probably makes it easier. Mm-hmm. So we'll just say that you might make noise. I make noise. Okay. Trying to impress Jasmina. Yeah. 
Oh, the effort. Oh, busted no. ass. Oh. <laughs> I got a 90 out of 50. So, yeah. 46, I passed. 29. Yeah. I... I also passed. Okay. So, oh, oh, David, God. was that a was that a loud noise? Uh, that was Gunter's loud noise. No, I made a 29. Uh, oh, okay. I could yeah. make it a hard if I had to. Um, yeah. when Gunter, when you go over the wall and you land, you make a, you yelp a little bit because of your leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I got a 25 on luck. Well, I roll myself luck, but uh, the next person going up and over the wall, you think that one of the mutant animal things has perked up its ears and notice maybe heard something it might start trotting over to see we should have brought some vegetable burgers mm-hmm. to bribe the animals that we don't know what they eat something I'm impossible i'm sure get out my uh little small nightstick i have so i have yeah, something so- in my hand Thirsty, you may wish to ready your blade as well in case we have to put another of these abominations down. Yeah, I wonder how if they're all threatening. I wonder if we can just be friendly and pretend like we're supposed to be here and it will just walk up to us and we can pet it. I'm sorry, you went over by the office? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're behind the office building. Yep. Um, Is there a door uh, on this side where we're at? Um... There is not, but there is a uh, a large window. Um, you can see the door is either on the east side or the west side, possibly also on this side, but you were on the, yeah, you're between it and the wall. Um, through the window, you can see what looks like a little office. Um, there is like a couch. Uh, there's a desk and there is uh, you know books books on the wall and stuff like yeah. that but you don't see anybody in there uh, is this a window that could open or is it like a bay window I'm sure I'm sure it's a window that could open try and open it okay as you are opening that window around the corner of the building comes the pig sheep and when it sees you, um, it stops in its tracks for a moment and stares at you and snorts like a pig and then um, trots at you like it's just curious, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, but doesn't seem to exhibit any, any fear. However, that um, uh, you can see that it does have tusks like a, like a hog yeah, Oof. as it's coming at you. But it doesn't seem to be tr- attacking or barking. Or You know, from outside, I saw one pig body with a sheep's head. So I guess he did a switcheroo just for the heck of it in this one. Yeah. Or one Ghastly you... business. Yeah. Oh. All right. Um, so so this, coming does this have you. the head of a pig and the body of a sheep? We'll say yeah. head of a pig, body of a sheep. Yeah, more fun to pet, but smarter, maybe. Uh, I'll make a little noise with it. Pigs can be very intelligent. It uh, it comes to you, and it acts very much like 
a dog or a cat that's just not afraid of strangers. Mm -hmm. Give give a little wool scratch. And it makes that sort of piggy sound, that wee, 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 in pleasure in this case, but it's making noise. Yeah. This compound can be very quiet in general, all these weird animals in the forest around it. There's a lot of animal noises. Yeah. And we are behind the side, you know, hopefully we won't attract too much attention, but we have to be wary, I think. I wish, yeah, we didn't bring any treats. Uh, I still think we can give it tobacco. I don't. Uh, yeah, no, I'll just, uh, I'll just, yeah, give it a scritch on the wool and a pat on the head, and uh, keep an eye out. I, maybe two people can go inside the office, and if we get the knife there and we get the hell out of here from the roof over the wall, then we are happy. I'll I'll go in uh, with you. Okay. So who's going in? Uh, just Roland and Theodore. Gunther? I'm gonna I'm gonna stay outside and keep the pig uh, sheep happy. I'll I'll go in with uh, Theodore. I open the window, so I'll I I'll like stay outside right. with Roland in case this pig wants to ask us if we can consult on any dream law issues. Yeah, I, I will. I will go in with Gunther. Yeah, so I don't want to be around inside. this pork veal cutlet thing. So you um. You climb into the office. The office is in good condition. It's clean. It's uh, it's what you'd expect from like a doctor's office. Um, not like one who accepts patients, but one who does research. So there's lots and lots and lots of medical journals and medical things. They're all written in in, uh, in Serbian. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like he's probably in here maybe in the evenings or something, uh, writing stuff up. Uh, you can still tell dates, you know, because you can see dates. The numbers are the same. You can see that it's recent. It's stuff that he's been working on. You just can't understand any of it. Okay. There is a door leading out of this room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume there's like a desk with some drawers. Maybe open those up, see if we get lucky, and the knife's just right here. Okay. Yeah, I'll check. Um, uh, you look, and there is a rather strange-looking knife. Um, it's got a what looks like an ivory handle on it, and a golden sort of looking blade. Uh, the blade is slightly curved. It's about nine, ten inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. I'll take it. Okay. Uh, um, it, you... it, if Jack, because we're in the same room, I'll just kind of hold it up and go, Jasmina, is this it? I've never seen it, she says. Oh, I thought maybe you had a no. When you hold it up, though, does, it, it, does seems... it match the manuscript description of the knife? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you realize it's probably just a, a letter opener. No, um, yeah, you don't find anything in there. You do find a set of keys. Oh. Um, looks like uh, probably door keys and car keys. Okay. Those will be useful. I'll take those also. Okay. Um, the door, there's a door leading out. 
the door leading out goes into a meeting room. Um, there's a table in the center. There's enough room for maybe eight people around the table. Um, mm -hmm. But there's nothing else in here. There is a stairs going up to the second okay. floor. There's, there's no, like, nothing on the walls of, of note? There's some medical medical notes. And in the corner, there is, let's say, there's a skeleton, you know, on a, an articulated oh, yeah. skeleton. Um, uh, there are two large windows in the on the south on the south end and a door in the middle of them and you can see right out the window so that leads into that central courtyard area between all of the buildings um it's very likely that well it doesn't happen but it's likely that the guards will yeah. be wandering about in that area yeah we so don't they could see right inside yeah we don't want to fart around in here so yep um the lights are also turned off but it's daylight so yeah yeah doesn't feel like there's uh so we came in here was there another door that was a possible interior door or did i miss no miss there's so it's basically if in if you're standing in this room there's a door in the south that goes out into the garden of mm -hmm. uh, the the courtyard there's a door behind you that goes into the office and in the office there's just the door uh there's a door going out on the side okay so Towards the, ground the, floor. the ground floor is just those two rooms then. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Now I was hoping we didn't have to go up to the first floor, but yeah, let's go. So the second floor, when you get up there, you get to the top of the landing and there are two doors, uh, one, one on the West and one on the South. Uh, the, the landing area isn't very big. And and before entering anything up there, give it a good listen. We're not hearing any shuffling or anything. You hear nothing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, try the one on the west. Okay. The western door opens into what looks like a small living room. Um, okay. It's neat. It's clean. Uh, there are magazines, there are, there's a radio, there's, uh, it definitely looks like a place where the doctor probably relaxes. Mm -hmm. um, and there is a door leading out of this to the north, which when you check leads into his bedroom. Okay. Mm. The radio, it's just a reception? Just, or just an old-fashioned radio. Oh, no, okay. it's, it's just a, for listening to music. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Do a quick, um, do a glance over in his bedroom. Yeah, the bedroom is what you'd expect. It's a bedroom. Okay. All, right. Um, All right. And if you go back out into the the little landing, the other door is the toilet. Hmm. Everything is neat. Everything is clean. Everything is well-maintained. Uh, there are awards on the wall, medical, you know, research awards and uh, everything looks quite in order. There's lots of books on the bookshelves, but they're all right. medical, medical things written in Serbian. In, any any lock boxes, safes, anything where you'd put something of importance in his bedroom? You don't find anything like that. There's probably uh, there's probably some with small keys, uh, like in the closet. He doesn't have closets; he has wardrobe and. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't look particularly, it's not metal, it's not safe, it's just wood. 
right. uh, you probably can find his key okay. um, and opening it up. You see that he has some money in there and some personal papers and a passport and things like that, but nothing out of the ordinary. And uh, we get the feel that because we saw the building from the outside that there's there would be an attic or there's not an attic? No, there's no attic. Okay. All right. So seems like we've searched the whole building. He's not how, nothing here. How, um, for his bedroom, when does it look used last? Does is there like dust on his nightstand? And there is, there is no dust, um, uh, <laughs> and there is no indentation in the bed at present. His bed is nicely made. Um, you might guess. You were you in Belenzada's house back in the uh, Theodore? Um, no, I was up. Some some of you visited him in the yeah. morning. Um, you would almost guess that he's got a maid. Yeah. Okay. Who cleans everything because it's very clean. Um, oh, and yeah. everything is everything is OCD in order. Got it. Um, huh. All right. Well, looks like nothing here, Theodore. Yep. Wonder if he keeps it on him, or in that building without windows. Yeah. Onwards, upwards. Yeah. Well, downwards. Well, yeah, there's nothing up. left in this building. Yeah. yeah. So. We'll go so back after a down. few moments, you come back downstairs. You go back into the uh, the office, mm -hmm. and uh, you can see that um, Doctor Roland has made a new friend, who is quite interested in just following you around wherever you go. Because you scratch his back, and he likes that, and he probably goes back and forth between you and Doctor Neruda. Hmm. I would like, though, those of you who are still outside, to do a luck roll. Thirty-one. It's good. Okay. Um, you hear steps approach. And then steps go away. Nobody comes around the back side of the building. There's um, not anyone back here after all. Uh, so to the, from where you went, now that you're all back outside, um, mm -hmm. there is the, uh, there is the, the garden area. I told you to the, uh, to the, uh, I'm not going to say left or right. That's too confusing. It's to the west. To the east is the guard guardhouse. And south, but around the gardens, where we're easily seen, is the laboratory building, we think. The the laboratory would be to the... Uh, due south, yeah? South, southwest. south due southwest. South, due south is the incinerator. Mm. Oh, so, okay. The building's in the middle, not the corner. I see. Right. All right. Yeah. So we are very exposed if we try to go from this building directly to the laboratory. Uh, so we could uh, attempt. You could sneak through the garden, but you'd have to be. Yeah. You might get seen. Yeah, it's pretty easy to see us. Also, my little friend Cobbfleisch here is um, not going to be sneaky no matter what we do. 
so we can choose, uh, it's close, not far from here to the guardhouse. We can go and try to subdue the guards, and then we don't have to be so sneaky. Or we can, uh, I, or, or we can just be obvious, and let the guards come to us. But I don't think there's any chance in the. Or we go over the wall and around the wall again, and then go over the wall from the far side to get to the laboratory. Oh, that wall hurt my leg really bad there, Doctor. Yeah, oh yeah, I didn't think about your leg. I forget. Oh. So maybe we we take. Uh, my little friend Cobflesh here on a walk over to the guardhouse and uh, you gentlemen present your arms and we say we don't wish you any trouble you have already been through a lot let's just tie you up here and we'll go and talk to the doctor and leave you all in peace you know hmm. this does not yeah. seem like a general well maybe we could use your uh, friend as a distraction if we could get him into the guardhouse and run into Ramaya coming most people don't like wild animals in their bedroom. He seems can... really well behaved. Hey, kick him in the nuts. He'll he'll go. I would never. I have a quick look around the backside, whether they are nuts or not. <laughs> now we can we can give it. We can take him to the back door and give him a smack on the ass, regardless. Yeah. Um. So you're are you heading towards the guardhouse? Did I hear you say? Yeah, we are discussing this possibility. I feel okay. like I'm a Napoleonic genius at this point. So maybe you think that like... there's there's about a fifteen foot gap between the building you're at and the guardhouse. And how big was the gap to the uh, laboratory? Oh, in that case, you would have to you would have to go uh, through the garden. Oh. Um, you'd have to go at least. They've actually given me things. I'd say maybe 20, feet. twenty-five or thirty feet to the front door of the guard of the okay. lab. Maybe a maybe maybe fifty feet to get around behind it. But you'd go through the garden to get there. Right, and the garden's not overgrown where you could. It's not overgrown, but there are definitely places you could skirt up to the edge of a building and peek around and see where the guards are. And yeah, we know, need to ID where they're. Trolls. Call that stealth if you wanted yeah, to do something he, like that. I'm I'm really good at stealth. Oh yeah, and I got the, I got the got the keys, but then I'm there by myself. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you all the way. You stealthy. So if the oh, I'm, or I'm, Gunter I'm, wants to sneak their way over to the lab, the, um, Roland, myself, and Dabrowski can go to the guardhouse. And Jasmine? No, I don't think... I, we are, I think we either go to the guardhouse to do the guards, and then we have command of this little compound, or we go to the laboratory and try not to get caught by the guards. I don't yeah. think we do both. Especially, I'm not fighting the guards yeah. here. I mean, it's... I, th I think we, I, th I gotta agree with Dr. Curse. I think we go to the guardhouse. That way we know what we're dealing with. Are we just dealing with these two outside? That's a big difference than these two outside and four more in the guardhouse. Yeah. So, no lethal force unless we are attacked. All right. So, and Jasmine and Dabrowski and Neruda and I will. Uh, Place some pinnacle here behind the 
residents while keeping an eye out to you as you go to the laboratory. I guess perhaps we do though, uh, we have these rental shotguns, so I guess we make sure they're ready to fire in case we are approached dramatically. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, are you are you heading then towards the back back wall of the guardhouse? Yes. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like the B line yeah. to yeah, it. Try and sneak right. over there and get a look yeah. in and see what sneaky, we're dealing sneak. with. So, assume that you are facing. You're behind the office. Mm-hmm. You're facing towards the guardhouse. The guardhouse is on your right. <laughs> And you know, there's the wall is on your left. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see as you get to the edge of the office that there is a door right there in the corner of the guardhouse facing you on the uh, on the western side of that building. Um, you can also see that there are large windows on the uh, on the on the western side of the building. But you don't see any guards directly there. You can hear animal, lots of animal noises. Um, but uh, do you want to run to the door, or do you want to run behind the building again? Go for behind the building is what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, you'll be very close to the door, but the door is on the on the on the side. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So go ahead and let, let's do a. Whoever's got the best stealth, go ahead and roll, run. I got, a, I got a 70. Oh, you've got the best stealth. Uh, that is a regular. Okay. So very quickly, you... And you, uh, you run over to the other side. Um, who, go, who goes last? I believe Roland with his friend are coming up. Okay. Yeah, I think that Mr. Cobbfleisch means that I will okay. bring up the rear. So as you're going, Cobbfleisch thinks that you're playing, and he lets out a, a number of loud squeals as you go across. Um, just as you clear the gap. Uh, and you're you're kind of looking to see, you know, make sure nobody's watching. You do notice one of the guards. Uh, he's not looking in your direction. But just as you clear the gap, you see him start to turn in your direction to see what Cobbfleisch, all the noise is about. And you think he might be heading in that direction at this point. Maybe then I try to turn my little friend around and give him a playful pat on the rump, and he can go play with his chimpanzee man friend. Do a luck roll. Hmm. Oh, that's a six. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, So you give him a little bit of a smack, and he, uh, he runs away from you, as opposed to jumping up and down squealing and thinking that you're playing. Um, So uh, when he runs away, you hear a voice, it's a man's voice, saying something in Serbian. And uh, Jasmina just just, uh, says to you, he's he's scolding the animal for making so much noise. Uh, 
but it doesn't it sounds more playful than it does sound uh, right. but he's still probably coming in that direction mm-hmm. okay so on this back wall was there a window there are two large windows and when you peek okay. through yep. the first one you can see that there is another guard so now you've counted three in total and um he is sitting inside having a drink um, and sort of relaxing. Uh, he's at a small desk. Um, it looks pretty much like you'd expect a guard house to look. It does look like there is a locked cabinet on the wall, uh, like with weapons. Not okay, big, like, not a big one. Just, you know. Uh, like long rifles. Or, okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And probably not a lot of, probably two or three. Yeah, well, only takes one. Okay, all right. And uh, I'm going to quickly kind of go to the other window, look in there, see if it's looking into a different room. It's not. It's looking into one large room. Okay. Is this building just one large room? It's. It looks like there is a door um, on the opposite wall. And uh, you're kind of guessing that might be a, where they sleep, uh, a bunk room. Okay. All it right. doesn't look like they do a lot of paperwork in here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to kind of like, I was in the uh, military, so I'll just kind of like give him the, come on, try and go around the, yeah. to the other side because we think he's coming to this back thing. We'll get to the other, go around the corner. Okay, so you're going to go, okay, if you go around the corner, away from the door, Mm -hmm. then you end up on a side of the building, literally facing the gate. You're you're looking at the gate, you Mm -hmm. see the car, uh, which is a beautiful, I don't know what... um, cool looking car alpha, there are no, there is romeo uh, yeah <laughs> there are there are no windows at all on this side of the building it's just a brick building mm-hmm. uh, uh and you can see the kennels now south of you at least a, a portion of the kennels and do, let's do a luck roll uh how close are we are oh sorry what's that how close are we to the car um a few feet okay in fact you can duck down behind the car okay i've got a i'd like to just grab a couple dirt clods should be pretty hopefully easy to find and just shove them right into the exhaust pipe so the vehicle's not going to go far okay i'll say do a i'll say do a luck roll on that because the camp the compound is very well maintained it is a successful pass okay. of less than 50%. So maybe you pull up a big clump of grass and shove it in the... Yeah, clog it, clog up that. All right. So now what? You want us to do a luck roll? I think. Yeah, well, we'll have you do a luck roll to see if anybody comes around the corner. Uh, have um, whoever's got the best luck. Ooh, best. That's kind. I have a 45. That's better than me. Oh, I, I, I have 49. I have 62. Oh. 
All right. Should I, roll, should I roll that? Yeah. Watch. Yes. Oh, God, that was so close. I thought that was triple zero. It's double one. Oh, wow. Wow. You hear that same guard you heard earlier. And uh, he is, he calls, he calls out in Serbian. Um, Yasmina says he's calling the other guard. And you you maybe catch a glimpse of the other guard walking from between two buildings and heading over to where you guys just were. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so so then, uh, yeah, we're yeah. If we just cut them off from their weapons, what are they going to do? Well, I think he was taught. Is he calling the? No, he's calling impression? the other guard that was outside. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm going to try and peek around this the the uh, next corner and kind Look, of like yeah. Are you looking back towards where you were or no? We look no, around the to the south way. side. Okay. If the guards are all gathering and behind the fence where we were, then we can. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this building is kind of L shaped. And okay, you were at, you're at one end of the L. When you look over, you can see, you know, there's a bit of a, a simple, you know, hedge garden. And then there's the rest of this, which is probably the bunkhouse mm -hmm. that you're looking at. You're also looking towards the uh, towards the courtyard, mm -hmm. and the um, the kennels is directly in front of you there. Um, so you're seeing the kennels there. You're seeing the incinerator, and you're seeing that laboratory all the way at the opposite end of where you guys are. Okay. We just. If we ambush the guards now, we got we got into where we got because it's what I'm picturing here at Keeper is that they're kind of meeting at the corner where uh, Roland kind of patted his friend to go away. They're actually you you're guessing that they're going back behind the office building where you guys just were. Oh, this is, this is okay. the best time to go in and spike the gun cabinet. Just field strip the bolts out so they're useless pieces right. of. They're clubs right. instead yep. of yeah. If I get a feeling that they're going behind the office building, I say we go in, open the door, and that guard that's sitting at the desk—he's not expecting something. We can catch him, catch yeah. him yeah. unawares. We'll just have an immediate. In shot fact, gun. there is there is a door into the guardhouse, into that room, mm -hmm. right right at the corner that you're standing. All right, All right. Yeah. Theodore, you got the gun. Ah. All right. You don't have to kick the door in it. Is it, is it just unlocked? Is it yeah. No, yeah, oh, we don't want to kick, kick the it's, door. But it's just not like, locked. Yeah, just open. Yeah. I'll, I'll turn the knob, swing it in, and have Theodore. That way he has the gun ready. All right. Hello there. You uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you open the door. You step inside. Uh, the guard doesn't react because he's not really looking at you. He's sitting there reading something. And uh, he... He says something in Serbian. Jasmine just says, he says, I'll just translate. He says, he says, oh, is my shift on already? In a way. And he looks <laughs> over and sees you and drops, yeah. <laughs> and drops the book. Uh, what do you guys do? Stay calm. Let's, let's get into the guardhouse. Who are you? Why are you here? Now, this man, 
has alterations as well. You can see that one of his legs is an animal leg. And oddly, one of his eyes looks different than a human eye. Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise, he sounds like a regular person. And he's like, who? Who are you? Oh, don't sound so accusatory. We're just here to meet with the doctor. You, 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 you have guns. You, you need to make an appointment to see the doctor. Um, where, where are the others? Where is uh, Sergey and uh, and Rolf? Don't, don't worry. We're not here to here to hurt you. We're just here to see the doctor. They're right outside the windows on this wall to the north. Yes, Sergey and Rolf. Um, at the other building, no. They're at the office building. Oh, they're at the office building. I see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the, well, I see. Yeah. He he. They were stands there with his hands up, and you can see the you know, the workings in his mind of how to get out of this and yeah. how keys, to keys to that cabinet, please. He reaches into his pocket and he throws you the keys. Okay. Oh dear, what are you going to do? There's this is a research facility. How how mm -hmm. dare you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's there's no narcotics here. No one is here. Yes, please assure the young man that we are only here for something that was stolen from a murdered man and that we wish to be on our way. I'm going to uh if there's like bedding or like rope or something. Time, you know, tie him up. No, like, there's rope. We'll say there's I'm, rope. Being a magician, I'm probably experienced with knots, and you probably are. Yeah. yeah so. And and a lovely handkerchief for his mouth. She just keeps coming. <laughs> um, not now, block. <laughs> I would like you in the process of this to now once again do a luck roll. This time, whoever's got the least amount of that, uh, I have 43, so Dorian, unless you're worse than me, that would be me. I have the worst look, because I uh, have 29 looks. I, I thought you did. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. We probably are. Let's see. Come on. We are doomed, 45. <laughs> We're not doomed. We have weapons. So as you are standing there, getting him all tied up, you suddenly hear two men talking. Uh, it, it goes from not hearing them to hearing them quite loudly. And one of the doors, uh, not the door that you were at, but one of the other doors opens. And the two men are kind of, uh, one of them sort of laughing. The other one is, uh, seems a little bit more serious, but... You're guessing they're coming in going, well, I don't know. I can't explain it, but it certainly looks like somebody was outside. the, mm -hmm. And they they just come casually walking inside, not realizing you're there until they turn. And then they're just like, we're inside surprised. now. <laughs> <laughs> and close that door quickly behind them. <laughs> and they they close the door and they, they put their hands up. And they says, who, who are you people? Everybody keeps asking that. We've had this conversation al already. Sorry. We're, we're just here for an unannounced appointment with the doctor. Everything well, will be fine. Uh, the doctor's not here. He's he's left for the day. He's he's uh he's, uh, he's... the wife's car out front. 
what do you want with the doctor? The doctor's a good man. Well, I'm sure he, sure he uh, is in ways. But uh, if you'd be so kindly to put your hands behind your back, so I can. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll say that one of them submits to that. The other one yeah. starts to, but then he tries to swing his chimpanzee arm around and clobber you with it. Um, okay. So we'll do a. Well, how do you want to react? Do you want to um, fight back or dodge? I would probably dodge. That's uh, kind of what I'm made for. Okay. So uh, I got a hard on dodge. Okay. You dodge. He swings. Um, he completely misses. Um, but that arm is big and powerful. Yeah. So you know that he's going to try and clobber you again. Theodore, you were pointing your gun. Oh, okay. So I take one step back so he's not going to be grabbing the, the shotgun and, and I just say, I don't want to kill you, but stop. Stand down. Stand down or stand so he's down. Like, he's stop like, you, 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 whatever you're doing, you don't understand what you're doing. I'm not killing you right now, so I'm being very merciful. Stand down. So he submits. Thing. Uh, I will uh, double tie him since that chimpanzee arm's pretty strong. <laughs> okay. Um, you can see they go they go silent and they start looking at each other like they're 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 trying to figure out what the hell to do. Um, uh, Theodore, you have the keys. What did you want to do? Oh, um, just I, I'm going to keep the shotgun on them. So if someone else could open that uh, cabinet over there, please. Of course, I'll go. I'll open it. Yeah, we we just just want to field strip those rifles and take the bolts. That's all. I don't okay. know how to do that. Oh, Gunther, you know how to do that. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So you, in fact, field strip, field strip the guns. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that either. So, hey, just, just take, yeah, we're taking taking the bolts out, so they're worthless. Okay. Yeah, you take take the same part of every gun, so they can't assemble it. And you've off. tied and secured them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them looks at you and he says, oh, "The guy that has the the weird eyeball." Um, he says, "Please." Please, what, what do you want? Uh, you, you must leave the doctor alone. He's he's a good man. There's whatever he might have been involved in. I I I, I can't imagine he's ever done anything wrong. He's a very good man. We we Look understand at- the things he's done for you. I'm sure have been life changing, and that's all well and good. I fear that in order for him to have started to do that, he killed a very dear friend of his. I don't believe it. It's impossible. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Almost as impossible as uh, crafting a chimpanzee arm onto a man. But here we are. But I lost my arm during the war. He's he's working his way up. He's, uh, you know, eventually he'll be able to use, you know, recently dead cadavers to 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 give us back real limbs. But till now, these work perfectly well. He's. 
He's a healer. He's a good man. Well, well, we hope that he's a reasonable one as well. Okay. What do you guys want to do? All right. These gentlemen are very loyal, understandably so. Perhaps one of us stays to make sure that they stay put. And the other of us go and meet the doctor. Uh, Dabrowski, do you feel up to to going with us to the doctor? Uh, I will. I will stay and keep an eye. Okay. Right. Those knots are very good, uh, Dabrowski. So hopefully you don't have to do. You you have a shotgun, right? Yeah, and my revolver anyway. Okay. I am combat trained. So. Excellent. At the very last, one of the men pleads with you, please don't harm the doctor. Please don't hurt the doctor. It's not our intention to hurt him. All right. So what do you <laughs> do next? All right, I think well, we're going to go to the what? laboratory, or what we assume is the laboratory. Yep. This is when the Italian Western music plays and we march across the compound Mm-hmm. And we just we stand outside the door and we'd be like, Doc, we're calling you out. You call down the thunder. <laughs> now we walk we walk sweetly away from the up whatever small window there is in the laboratory, and we open the door peacefully and we go in two two weapons up and ask the gentleman for his magical item. Okay. So you cross the compound now, down the path. Um, You're seeing it all now from the center. Uh, You you walk past the office, past the incinerator, um, towards the, what looks like the double doors of the the lab. Why do you all start hidden? Wow. 58 is a success, barely. 19. Fail. 19 is a spot hidden. 19 is a hard success. Hard pass. Okay. You hear something at first. You're you're hearing, of course, lots of animals. (laughs) But you hear what sounds like a vehicle approaching. Um, as you sort of glance back towards the gate, as I say, the outside, it's, it's hilly. So you can see part of the road going up and over. You see a car come over. Uh, it's going rather too fast. Mm. And what did you get? Uh, I got a 19, a hard, hard success. A hard um, it is it is like one of the old-fashioned sort of gangster cars looking at the right age. The top is down, and there are four men in the car dressed in very smart-looking business suits. Um, but they are they are like the people that you've seen in the village that uh, you suspect are brothers of the skin. And... 
they don't look like they're making a pleasant visit. Yeah. Um, well, this is, this is not an appointment that they had arranged weeks ago. They are here. Into the yeah, also unannounced. They also want to. Mm-hmm. Can't believe the doctor double booked his unscheduled visits. Yeah. So so we we need to find the doctor asap. Yep. We have or to, or yeah. we just need to all ready our weapons, and as soon as they crash through that gate, we just blast them. And in fact, a moment later, that's exactly what they do. Um, the gate itself is only wood, so um, they blast they. Blast, blast through it All with right. their car. Um, Rounds in. And you can see that they do have guns. Okay. They are not um, here to, to be sweet like you are. <laughs> yeah. yep. We are firing. Oh, let, yeah. us, let the guards go, Dorian. We can use our. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to put the bolts back in their, their truck. <laughs> the situation's changed dramatically. <laughs> All right. The uh, the car uh, does kind of a half spin, you know, as it uh, as it comes in, and the four men leap out of the car with their rifles. Uh, but you guys have the advantage of you see them coming and uh, all of it. But those, uh, how many of you have guns? Oh, I've got my twelve gauge. Okay, we'll yeah, use I that first. We all yeah. rented hunting guns. Yep. for our excursion so i'm not good with it but i it's a shotgun this is the nice thing about the shotgun okay so we'll let you each go all right i'll fire first no. uh oh geez zero five uh even with no skill improvement that's a uh, extreme that is an extreme extreme. i came running out and i got an 07 so which is an extreme nice i got a 51 which is a failure (laughs) and i have a 46 also a failure okay well i'm nothing dramatic what is what is what is extreme damage with a shotgun it is max damage because it's not an impaling weapon and it's a uh 12 like what 46 at this range it's a a 12 gauge right All right. Well, I'm going to just make that easy and say uh, cultist number one, his head gets blown off. Yeah. Uh, cultist number two, his chest explodes when you hit, hit him with the gun. The other ones dive for cover uh, behind their car. Uh, Did but Theodore guys, miss as well? Yeah. I, oh, no, I got a hard hit, but it's yeah. not a critical. Yeah. and But Dr. Kurz and... Uh, did anybody else hit? I don't think so. So we got two extremes, yeah, and Dorian. Theodore got a hard. Yep. Okay. Roland Theodore. and I, um, again, yes, our uh, experiences with Dream Law, not with shotguns. So we're firing. So roll for damage on the hard one. Okay. So there's 15 points. Right. Oh, in 15. There. Yeah. You killed that guy too. So there's only one guy left, and he's yeah. dove behind the car. But surrender. This is important also because I'm worried now there's no surprising the good doctor, so I want to turn my attention towards the laboratory before I get an obsidian blade in the back. Yeah, smart. <laughs> um, 
the guy behind the car is yelling something at you in what does not sound like Serbian, but Turkish. Um, like this. And he is now on the ground trying to fire at you from underneath the car. You guys want to do. He's yeah, going to yeah. fire once at at uh, Gunter. Oh, man. My leg! <laughs> Hunter, he got a two. Oh, oh no! Oh, my leg's gone. I need oh, the doctor. We'll we'll say that he's he's got a rifle. Um, okay. So he hits you in the shoulder, and okay. it uh, it goes through. And he yeah, so does be uh, max plus your roll. What max is that? Uh, what kind of rifle? Oh, probably at Lee Enfield. Oh, God, Lee Enfield, that, that is going to be 16 plus, two. plus 2d6 plus 4. Oh, God. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to modify that and say that he hits you, but the bullet just goes through. Um, how many hit points do you have? <laughs> 12. <laughs> I'm going to reduce you to six. So. Ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you, you fall to the ground. You see that, Jasmine? Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's time oh, to get I, a I'm gorilla foot. As if, as he's firing a Gunter, I'm gonna again with my in a, my horrible skills. I'm gonna shoot at him again. Okay. I failed my constitution, so I pass he's, out from taking a major wound. <laughs> okay, you pass out. <laughs> he's got cover now. Go ahead, I'm... Gabriel. Uh, oh eight. Oh. <gasps> He Whoa. he attempts to roll behind the wheel, and you hit him right in the head with your really bad shot. <laughs> <laughs> your lucky shot. <laughs> Holy cow. Don't mess with the professor. And everything goes silent. Suddenly, the... um, Do you want to... Well, that's, what do you want to do? Dr. Gonna, Curtis is already halfway to the, the lab. I'm gonna uh, does, I don't have does anybody have first aid medicine? I have first aid. I, I actually have pretty good first aid. Could I sure could I yeah. implement that? And that is oh come on. Okay. Uh, I'll spend five luck to make that a success. Okay. You staunch the bleeding. Um, and, and Gunter blinks his eyes and opens it up, uh, it comes back to consciousness, but he is it, it pretty badly injured. Yeah. And where did it hit me? He said uh, shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. Right okay. Here. Yeah. If anybody asks, we had a hunting accident. <laughs> I, I'm going to get the doctor and say he needs to help our friend. We are defending the compound from these assassins. Okay. <laughs> And I'll go to the laboratory and open the door and say, quickly, doctor, a man is down. There's there's no response from inside. But when you open the door, there is a lot of animal smells mm. and med medical sort of smells. Uh, and what smells like, uh, it doesn't smell so much like antiseptic, but it definitely you know smells like a, a lab. Mm -hmm. yeah. there's, Chemi there's... Chemicals, animal waste, fear, sweat. Do you look inside? Yeah. Just open the door. I have to find him. 
Okay, the medical lab itself is is it's fairly large, um, but it's really only one large room. And what you can see is there are three surgical tables uh, in the center of the room. They're not right next to each other, but they have a lot of what looks like you know, you, you you work in a lab, so you know what lab equipment looks like, um, what you'd expect. There's also some uh, uh, a large um, I don't know what you'd call it. What you're going to guess is a freezer. Um, mm -hmm. The kind of freezer, though, that would use large blocks of ice uh, to keep the uh, contents clean. And then there are also shelves all over the place with medical instruments and everything else. At the far end of the room, with a large, bright uh, light shining down, um, is the doctor. Um, I need you to do a sanity roll. Oh, yeah. 72 uh not not going to fly okay. unsuccessful it's not the doctor it's the thing that he's working on on the table uh, you would guess that it had the upper torso of a human possibly one of the cadavers you can see there are cadavers mm -hmm. um but it's been altered. Uh, it has what look like stag antlers uh, coming kind of out of the side of its head and reaching up. Its jaw has been altered with something. You're not sure if it's animal tusks or whatever, but its lower jaw reaches forward with large barbs on it. Um, there are fangs from the top, almost like saber-toothed tiger fangs. Uh, the arms uh, from, the, from the shoulder to the elbow look like human arms, but from there on, they split and uh, look like, you're not exactly sure what, like he's attached tentacles, maybe octopus tentacles or something to its its limbs, it has maybe 20 or 30 of them on each hand. Uh, its lower body, you're not sure if it's uh, part of a horse, like the back end of a horse. Um, all around him on the ground, there are bits and pieces of animal. Uh, and you start to realize that everything is wiggling and twitching and... Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the thing on the table is uh, breathing. The doctor has something in his hand that looks at first like a knife, but you can't see it clearly because he's on the other end of the room. And when you yell that at him, he seems almost oblivious to anything that you've said. He's like, uh, if he says anything, he says, uh, oh, don't bother me now. I'm busy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the failed sanity roll, how much is the damage? Oh, uh, 1d4. Two. It's not going to change the world completely. Uh, but I am strongly inclined. He's obviously no longer making 
reasonable decisions. And clearly he's generating creatures purely for uh, the purpose of assault. So um, my impulse is to just point the shotgun at both of them and um, start a process of that's going to you know be a little while. Okay. We'll let the others catch up to you. Um, Gunter being Gunter and whoever's holding Gunter, uh, Theodore, uh, you're the last. Uh, Gabriel and Dory, you catch up. And you step inside and you also see this. I passed my sanity roll with a 49. Oh, right, just take one point of damage. You're kind of expecting to see Chimeras. I pass, so one point. I I, I, I failed. I think you're un, I think you're unconscious outside, Gunther. Oh no, Theodore. No, he came back. back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, my intention was um, to after healing or, or patching up Gunther to just poke my head into the tied up guards in the guard room. You can go all the way back there. Okay. Oh, it it oh oh this was a great distance. Okay, never mind. A hundred feet. Oh yeah, that's too far. Never mind. I thought we were right next to it. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I was just going to reassure them that that we were just liquidating a gangster threat. All is fine. So I'll just ca- carry on. I guess I'll. Actually, okay. If you and Gunter were near where the fight was, that was near the guard shack. Okay, yeah, that's um, probably the others. The- then went to the lab. So yeah. you're still there. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can do that. You can stick your head in and yeah. My my goal was to patch up Gunther and then set their minds at ease. We weren't attacking the doctor; we were liquidating a uh, a okay. gangster threat. Well, in that case, you can see that the with the gunshots, they're trying very very hard to get undone because they think you you're killing the doll. You've killed the doctor. What have you done like this? Um. Their reaction then to what you say is, let us go, let us go. If you're not here to harm the doctor, then we've got no problem with you, but you're not supposed I, to be here. He's very I busy. promise you we will let you go. We are just going to conclude the business with the doctor. We have no plans to hurt him. We'll be back very shortly. All right. But we did help you out by getting rid of whoever those were coming in to attack you. They're all gone. You're welcome. And I close the door and lock it. (laughs) So, Roland, as you sort of raise the the gun up, and uh, Gabriel and Doreen joined him, um, he says, why? Why must I always have these interruptions? Uh, Don't you understand the, 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 the seriousness of my work? And he looks over at you and he goes, who are you? Or the people you've been spying on. What business do you have? Go, go, go away. Go away. We Did need to see? take the. We need to take the blade, Doctor. Are you mad? He yells at ah, you. This is the kettle in the pot calling. Ha. Do you? Do you have even the vaguest idea why are you here do you do you you don't have any idea where are my guards yuri he yells out uh sergey he yells out 
Rolf is also tied up. Yeah, they cannot help you. Also, we you, compound was just assaulted by cultists from Turkey. You cannot retain the blade any longer. Your work is done. You're, you don't have a clue of what you're talking about. Of course, I'm not going to give you the blade. I mean, do you, you didn't do kill your this? best friend for it. And he, he, this look comes over his face of total confusion. And he's like, but uh, he was, he, he wanted to destroy it. Do you understand? He didn't understand. You're the one who doesn't understand. Do you know what it is that you actually, that, that you're holding? What the horrors that thing has wrought in the world? Oh, you don't understand at all. You're, you're thinking the way he did. Do you understand that? This and he he holds it up, and you can you can finally get a good look at it. Uh, well, you really can't. You're all the way across the room, but it it, it almost it 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 sort of sparkles, and it 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 looks kind of like it's glowing a little in kind of an aquamarine sort of color. And he says, "This this this is not a weapon." It's not a weapon. Do you understand? It's not. It's been used as a weapon by primitives who didn't know what they had in, in their possession. It's, it's, it's from some ancient civilization that, that developed technologies far beyond anything that we've ever imagined. And primitives picked it up and used it as a, a a knife. It's a medical instrument. Can't you see? Can't you see what it's capable of? It's it's capable of skinning people and bringing horror into the world. It's also capable of curing any kind of ailment, any any kind of wound, any kind of disease. Well, not 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 infections, but it's able to if your heart. It could replace your heart. It could replace. It could replace a severed limb. It could. Yeah. It could it cure make a, you of cancer. It can make a bizarre creature that wears a little all, cape when it flies around the city, attacking these are all people. Just experiments that I've been. Yeah, yeah. you uh, are. You are correct that it is an, an object of great power from an advanced civilization, and you are like a child with it. Mixing together animals in his backyard for his own it's, amusement. It's only the first time that a medical professional has managed to get a hold of it. It's been if held by that is incorrect. And 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 Dragomir, he wanted he wanted to destroy it and 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 look at what I've done. And he looks around and he looks at the thing that's on the table in front of him. And you can see this weird look sort of come over his face like. What have I done? I, 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 I killed him. You did. And he, he, he looks at the knife and he throws it down on the table. Okay. And when he does, it skitters across the table and falls on the floor, and it skitters far enough that it lands right in front of Dr. Roland. Um, and he says, hey, what have I done? 
What have I done? These objects, Doctor, are corrupt, and they corrupt those who have contact no, no, with them. No, that's what Dragomir believed, but that's based on the medieval ravings of religious. They didn't know. It's it's not evil. It's I'm just overly ambitious, and I killed my friend. Oh God, what have I done? And uh, you can see that he's starting to cry. But he's a man, so he doesn't cry. But at the same time, you can tell he's being torn up inside by the white, white. I'm going to pick the thing up with my handkerchief and look around for uh, towels and things to wipe the viscera off it. There is no viscera on it. There's no um, blood. It's as clean as it could possibly be. And uh, I'll give you a good look at what it looks like. It's fascinating when you look at it and it doesn't look like any civilization made this thing that you know of mm. huh? and it's filled with light there's light something tells you when you look at it having a lot of experience with medical well with, with scientific things it's something more Ooh. and and holding it while well, you're holding it with a handkerchief but you don't feel anything in particular coming from it there's no energy it uh it yeah, yeah it, it doesn't might even be an antidote to certain energies but it clearly is a danger to some mentality so we shall wrap it up. The uh, doctor, Yasmin, is there anything you want to say to this man? You, you've, you've killed my father. Uh, she's very angry. Uh, she says, we, you, you need to face justice. And he says, uh, he says, no, he says, there's, there's something I, I need to do. And, uh, you can see that he reaches for something on the table that was kind of obscured, but it's a gun. Um, and he makes a funny little whistle. And when he does, coming from other parts of the room, you start to see other mutant creatures that he's created. And uh, he says, you know, my lovelies, I've made, I've made mistakes. I've, I've done it wrong and as they come up to them he caresses them like you would a pet and he puts the gun to their head and fires and kills them and uh when he kills the last one then he says you know it's it's finished and he brings the gun up to his head anybody want to <laughs> stop him um uh, you don't have to do this Doctor, well, there's the only way you could stop him would be to lunge and stop him, but oh. he's going to pull the trigger. Oh, I'm not even there. That's right. I'm, I'm walking across. You've probably come gotten to the door by now. You and and Gunter. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think all these things are blasphemy. So, so killing them makes sense to me. So, if none of you intervene, he puts a bullet in his own head. Uh, 
I wonder first be if this implement can uh, help Gunter. It might even take. It might even be as simple as laying the blade on the side of the thing, but it is dangerous. I assume the, we are talking... the account that we read of those knights, the one who was cut by it, died in horrific agony. Yeah, but he's had all these successful experiments as well. And you can see the thing, it was described uh, in primitive language in an earlier time, but it is, it, as the madman said, it appears to be an artifact of some complexity. I would not endeavor to do anything. I would not endeavor to use it unless we find instructions and we use it on the simulacrum. But I'm also worried about Gunter, who's probably lost a fair amount of blood. Yeah. If we, uh, yeah, and the doctor might not even have standard sort of bandages and chilled blood here because he's operating under such unusual circumstances. Can can we look around the lab to see if there's any better things to dress Gunther's wounds with? Yes, there are. Um, you also notice. Something else, as you are looking around the room, there are still things, body parts, twitching. Um, and none of them are bleeding. Um, it's almost as if the, the place where they were separated from the body was not so cauterized, but... It's just not bleeding. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a perfect, perfect cut. David, I'm going to send you a PDF. Mm. What do you guys want to do? We have to burn all this. Yeah. yeah this we has... can't. We, the Brotherhood of the Skin knows this here. They're going to come back. Yeah, I think maybe we you take the knife to these things even before we set fire to the place. Yeah, it might they might not die normally with unless or maybe if I cut them up, they just make two smaller things that are alive. I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, I'm going to start. I like what Doctor Neruda said, so I'm going to start hauling stuff to the in incinerator what are we going to do about the three guards we should we should Leave let them we should let them go but after we're done here yeah um so i'd like to maybe try to salvage before we torch the place salvage some food create like three packs survival packs for them maybe um, maybe don't burn the guard shed so they can have that you're gonna say don't burn the guards that's like gee no no let the guards be yeah they can't really rejoin society can't go, they society. can't go back to society and yeah they'd be, they'd be knife to cut the animal cir parts off circus circus freaks
Well, well, yeah, we're not killing them and we should leave them a place. Well, we don't have to burn the whole place down. We just need to burn the, the odds and ends. Yeah, I never said to burn the whole facility. I yeah, just, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. You've got all of his notes. Yeah, I'm just yeah. throwing his notes and stuff into okay. the... Uh... Yeah, the parts, well, the we could keep we could keep his some. We could keep his notes with us. Yasmina tells you that when she looks through his notes, none of them have anything to do with the surgery that he's been doing. Oh, it's all on his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think the Brotherhood was here for the knife, not for <laughs> freakish animals. I mean, I think getting the knife out of here has probably solved that problem. All right, so... Well, I guess we could... Yeah, maybe we don't need to burn everything. We can the just question is, what do you do leave. with the guards? Let them be. Let them... Once we're done getting rid of uh, the bits and pieces, uh, set them free. If we can take the vehicle that the uh, Brotherhood brought, then we can... Uh take the sod out of the out of the doctor's tailpipe so that the guards can drive off. Uh, most of their artificial limbs can be disguised and they can live somewhat normal lives. The doctor killed himself uh, so and his other pets. We might leave them in a condition where we have a head start. They might they were looking forward to being with restored to full humanity, and so they might bear us yeah. a great deal of anger. Can can the uh, the incinerator burn, uh, get rid of those four bodies of the gangsters? Mm-hmm. It's a big incinerator. It's meant to get rid of... for biological, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I'd uh, search the uh, search the uh, the gangsters for any papers or whatever on them and then help get rid of them into the incinerator. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm going to say that sort of cleanup is going to cost you at least an hour, maybe maybe an hour and a half. Do a luck roll. Uh, say, yeah, whoever's got the best luck, do the luck. Theodore. Gosh, I hate it when it's, but it's my dice rolling though. That's the problem. Oh, There's two kinds of luck. There's oh. twenty-seven. I passed. All right. So no other car full of brotherhoods at this game. Oh God. Oh thank God. <laughs> Who probably know the knife was here? Mm-hmm. That's probably that's exactly why they came. Yeah, we can't stay here. The guards can't stay there because the Brotherhood of the Skin will just keep coming at them. Yeah, we just we need to go. So right before we leave, I'll kind of explain to the guards how to undo the knots because I'm like, it's all a trick, and if you actually pull on this one while pulling here, it will uh, un- undo do itself. And where's the doctor? There, there, his terrible. Where's the doctor? What? 
Good luck. Get done with the dog. <laughs> I'll, I'll walk out. <laughs> you'll yeah. You'll yeah. not only limp, but you're. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. This is the body took a beating. Yeah, let's, let's let's drive away. Help me, Yasmina. Let's get let's get out of here. Okay, so you're driving away back to your hotel. Yep, we gotta yeah. return these guns to the lodge, and then. Uh, well, I don't think we should take this. I don't think we should park this car at the hotel. No. Okay. Okay. You can park it somewhere and walk. Yeah, yeah. Get, get really close. Ditch it in the woods. The, the lodge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, like a mile away, and then just hike that last mile. Oh God, you're you're limping your leg. <laughs> yeah, I got a probably a pretty bloody shirt. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, have anybody, fact... anybody asked hunting accident? Yeah. Yeah, actually, we should we should take uh, a shirt from the doctor's uh, bedroom up the stairs so we don't make such a scene coming into the hospital with you. And yeah. uh, Gunter, if you will allow me to uh, try to use the blade on that injury, I think you will find it is, as you see, he can chop anything in half and the parts are still alive at both ends. It seals injury. It generates tissue. Hmm. We have lost some blood and we have a long way to travel. I, I'm, I'm not so certain we fully understand this, Dr. Kurz. Uh, no, of course we do not fully understand it. I don't think we shall ever understand it. We only want to have it as long as we need it to destroy the simulacrum. However... It also clearly has the ability to seamlessly fuse tissue together. At what cost? We have no idea. I, I'm highly against using this on poor Gunther. I believe it is Gunther who gets to decide. Yeah. But I, I agree with Theodore. I would advise against it. But you, it's up to you. I have to talk to my torso and see what it thinks. <laughs> All right. So for now, we'll wrap you up in more plasters and put you in a clean shirt, and we can okay. consider it later. It's a hotel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can manage to. There's plenty of medical stuff here, so you can yeah. bandage him up. You can steal a shirt. Um, can I? Can I roll psychoanalysis? On Dr. Kurz. Oh, absolutely. Does he seem... Here's my... Psychology. I believe you mean psychology. Yeah, oh, it's, it would be psychology? Yeah, psychology. Helping. Yeah. Determine I, whether I'm thinking. I just have together. a one, but psychology, I have a 16. Ah. Oh, 17. I'm spending a point of luck. Okay. It does not seem that Dr. Kurz is in any way influenced, although he said what he said, so. Hmm. You're looking at me strangely, Thursby. We have all been changed a great deal in this journey. Oh, uh, I, I know, I'm just, you, you've recently come into possession of that, and we've known in past experience, people who first come into possession of the elements of the simulacron have an odd relationship with it. I'm I'm fearing maybe this might be so with the knife and you. Not a reasonable concern. Speaking of which, it's rather chilly in here. Why are you sweating like that? 
Am I sweating? Oh yeah. You always seem hot. Oh yeah. I'm just used to the this weather. It's I'm a hunter. I I out and about in the in the woods a lot more than an average person. Well, look, my my leg is starting to ache. Um, yeah. Uh, and Yasmin has just seen her father's murderer kill himself in front of her. Uh, this whole place is an abattoir. Let's go. Let's. Yeah, we're going. Let's we gotta go. go. <laughs> yeah, wash the blood off the. We car. can try any knife fusion surgeries in the comfort of our own lodge. Oh yeah, we definitely have to hide the car because there's going to be shotgun blasts all yeah, over. Exactly. That's why I was like, we'll just park it somewhere, <laughs> somewhere else. Ditch and, it in uh, the woods. Yeah, yeah. ditch right. it in the woods. So, unless you have something specific you want to do, we'll wrap up this scenario um you return to the lodge uh you uh that evening uh around let's say 9 p.m uh you receive a message from the uh orient express people saying that the tracks have been repaired and that the train is returning to uh, Vinkovici um, to pick up the, uh, the people who were on the train who didn't uh, opt for other things. I'm looking for my, I don't have my schedule. Oh, the um, train schedule? Yeah. So see when it's in Vinkovici uh, in the morning, and that's when the train will be leaving for. Sophia, no, um, Belfast, I think. Belfast. Wait, what's the next place? Oh, Belgrade. 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 Going Belgrade. I knew it was a Belgrade. Ireland. Ireland. Woo! Hard <laughs> oh. turn. Okay. Yasmina, oh. um, she tells you that what's going to happen, what she's going to do is she's going to pack up all of the books, all of the artifacts from the uh, the Knights of the, the Noble Shield and send those to the guy in Sophia, the professor, uh, like her father wanted. Excellent. I'm sure you uh, And you will then get on the train, and in the interim between here and the next, you will begin to read... Uh, the narratio de Tilius Corvus. Sounds like a good read. And that's where we'll end it then for tonight. Cool? Okay. It's a good spot. Uh, our players included Morgan Llewellyn, David Gasway, Stuart Lipley, Keith Craig, and Josh Harwood, with yours truly as the Keeper of Arcane Lore. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. 
like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.